morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. This is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and... Morning, Mon. Is your headset working? You don't even have your headset on. Okay, Mon, well, I'm going to just butt in right now because I'm getting text messages. They can hear me, but they can't hear you. So this is just awesome. Pass me the, pass me the weather. Pass me the weather. <laughs> oh, did you guys just come on? Did I have my on now? How about now? <laughs> All right, let me hit you with the weather before we run out of time. This is a reminder, you are listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show and interact with Mon and myself for the breakfast show, then simply go to faithfm.com.au and press play or use the tune in radio app.
funny because I can't hear a thing. We've got nothing through our headsets once again. So <laughs> oh, I can hear me. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Ha! Finally, you can hear me. <laughs> See, I think we just, maybe we should just switch on every single microphone in the room. Oh, I can hear that microphone. We're having a bit of a fun time here, ladies and gentlemen. We have moved our breakfast show to the Raymond Terrace Mission, which is a really exciting place. I did mention in the intro, but none of you heard apparently, uh, that this space is a bit of a community hub. There's a juice bar opening here today. Uh, It's grand opening day. There is uh, a church that functions here. Here it's a a special events venue. It's a really great space. It's the first time I've been here. I found it pretty easy. It was great. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Easy to find, right in the middle of the shopping centre. Yeah, well, the shopping mall, the street. I wouldn't say this is a shopping centre. Yeah, the, it's like the, the main the drag. Main, of town. The, main, the main drag. It's right, the main drag. right. Yep, yep, yep. And now it's great. I'm loving it. I wish I, I didn't. Know, I thought I had been here before, but I got here. I'm like, no, nah, definitely not been here before. It's great though. It's nice though, isn't it? I like. I like the. Food. <laughs> If you're wondering what that noise is, that's our microphone's falling over. Our producer is uh, tearing her hair out this morning. Yeah, it's always a bit of fun when the radio show goes on the road and we have to dismantle the studio and take it somewhere else and throw it up. And when we say we, we mean producer Shell. Because you abandoned her yesterday, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. As, soon as, I, as soon as I found that the studio was moving, like, I am out of here. I got, I got I've been an through appointment. through this process before. I'm gone. <laughs> Producer Joel is very dedicated, and we really appreciate that when, uh, when it's time to move the show, she does all the heavy lifting. Uh, Lyle, which does make you look a little less manly, I must say. Just quietly, yeah. Yeah, speechless. That's exactly what yep. you should be. You should be thinking about your sins right now. Well, I was while. actually just reading my text messages because while I can't hear myself, people are telling me that, that they can hear me. So that's, that's well, the I apologise. That, that's the important thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that they can hear you. <laughs> it would have been great if we didn't have to oh, listen to you. What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> anyway, Lyle, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to have our breakfast Bible quiz. Oh, I pulled it from the wrong end. Let me have a look at this. Uh, maybe a who Oh no let's do a what number am I? I don't know hang on Did you cheat and read these cards this morning while I wasn't here Because I know that you were like handing them over Did you read any what number of my quizzes No Okay good on you All right, didn't, all right. didn't look at any cards whatsoever at all I, I promise Absolutely okay. promise I'm going to trust you but just this once Because you are a bit dodgy Okay what number am I Clue number one The chapter in Nehemiah that records the completion of the wall around Jerusalem. The chapter in Nehemiah that records the completion of the wall around Jerusalem. If you know the answer, give us a call. Who even knows that? Well, that's the point. (laughs) It's supposed to be hard. 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843 is the number to call if you think you know the answer. We'll send you a lovely prize. Do you want to have a stab in the dark there, Lyle? Um, well, there's 13 Write down. chapters there, so I'm going to go with Dude, don't give away extra. You're so wrong. If you can get it right, <laughs> I will give you double prizes because Lyle doesn't know the answer. Actually, uh, I think I might. No, you don't. Have, you have to wait until after the next song to have another guess. You can't just be writing down guess after guess after guess. That's like quasi-cheating. Anyway, give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. I would give you the texting number, but I'm pretty sure I don't remember it off by heart and I don't have the piece of paper. Write down all the numbers. Is it zero four nine one zero six four six six nine that'd be correct oh yes finally i right when the show after, over, after, I'm the after one. working with faith fm for the last uh let me think 18, 18 months, months <laughs> finally gets it correct we just need to have the texting number and the calling number be the same anyway call or text and you can win double prizes this morning lyle yes i have got some 
innovative news for you. This is really exciting. This is really, really exciting. So researchers have developed a unique new material that is outperforming most of today's synthetic and natural materials by providing, get this, high strength, stiffness, increased toughness, and scientists say it could one day replace plastic. Isn't that great? Everything that we use that's plastic, which we shouldn't be using, can we replace plastic? And this is so much fun. I want you to guess the two ingredients that it's made out of. Um, uh, I, I, I have nothing. It's, it's a high strength. It provides good stiffness, increased toughness, and it's going to outperform plastic. Um, I'll give you a clue. One of them... Hemp? No, but you're kind of heading in the right direction. One of them is plant-based. Mm-hmm. So think of like really obvious... Like wood, trees. Right, right, wood. You got it. Okay, you go. wood, yeah. And the oh, second so one... Replace one of them is with wood. wood. No, That's no. innovative. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who would have thought? Never thought of that one no. before. No, no, no. Let's this, invent using it's timber a, it's to a, build things. It's a, it's a new material that's never been discovered before. One of the ingredients is wood. You'll never, ever, 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 ever guess the second ingredient, but have a shot anyway, just so I can laugh at you. Um, rock. No, spider silk. Oh, spider Wood man. and spider silk. Isn't that crazy? Uh, so achieving strength and extensibility at the same time has apparently so far been a huge challenge to um, material engineers uh, because apparently increasing strength usually means you lose the extensibility and then vice versa. You can't you can't really have a cake and eat it too in this game. Um, so at Alto University and VTT Tech. Technical Research Centre of Finland, uh, the researchers have succeeded in overcoming this challenge by seeking inspiration from nature. From spiders. Yeah, from spiders. I mean, probably not the greatest subject matter to study, but I guess you have to do it. Uh, so they have this new bio-based material. So they glue together the wood cellulose fibres and the silk protein, which is found in silk uh, in spider web threads. And the result is a very firm and resilient material uh, which can be used in the future as a possible replacement. Wow, my microphone just got really loud in my ears. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Producer <laughs> Shell's still working out the niggles here. <laughs> you tried to turn mine up because I couldn't hear a thing, and now I can uh, sort of vaguely hear myself in the background, which is kind and, of and Lyle, better in a way what I had before. But as I'm just... talking, Lyle is like moving around now, makeshift studio, changing positions, moving to different microphones. I wish you guys could see our kaleidoscope this morning. <laughs> anyway, so the bio-based uh, composites, um, the first thing they're actually looking at using them for is medical application. So stuff like surgical uh, uh, fibers, textile industries, um, any sort of packaging that you use in a hospital, they're looking at using uh, this wooden spider silk to replace all the plastic uh, that goes on there. And I don't know if or not you saw this on, I think it was on the ABC recently. One of our listeners, um, last time we did uh, a segment about plastic, actually sent a link to uh, a, journal, a journal, uh, journalist video that was done on ABC TV uh, about the, uh, the staggering amount of plastic used in hospitals. Because, you know, everything has to be sterile and you can't really reuse stuff and everything yeah. has to be packaged separately to keep all the germs at bay and stuff like that. And they gave a demonstration of a, simp- a pretty simple procedure and then showed afterwards how much plastic was used just oh, for when, one when, when I did procedure. My, uh, when I injured my head while I was in the outback and had to go and get stitches, 
Um, all I got was four stitches and an enormous amount of plastic was involved. It's unbelievable. Like, I didn't even realize, like, every single little component has to come in its own, its own wrapper and then, like, you know, the, even just, like, the gloves they have to wear and the changing of the gloves and the face mask. Even just, like, what the doctors and the nurses have to stick on their body. Not even just, like, the, you know, the utensils, so to speak, and the surgical equipment. I was just flabbergasted. And then you have hundreds of those happening every day with multiple staff members. And then apparently the output of these hospitals is just, Enormous. So I'm really excited by the idea that we can replace plastic with natural stuff like wood and spider silk. The one thing that I'm concerned about, does this mean we have to have spider farms where we have to like harvest spider silk? That was my next question was... Because I am like, I do not want to live in any country that has a spider farm, all right? If there's like a spider factory somewhere, there's going to be like some freak accident where something happens, the reactor blows up and all the spiders escape and take over the country. That's what's going to happen. I'm not. I'm not really impressed I'm, about I'm, that. I'm just interested to see you know this whole team of spiders just busily silking away. And one day silk. they'll like get really smart, and then they'll outwit all the humans, and then they'll take over. It's not AI we should be concerned about getting too smart and outsmarting humans. It's the spiders. They got eight legs, dude. Yeah, but eight legs. But think about and this a bunch of eyeballs. <laughs> they're not going to use poisonous ones, so why worry about it? You don't know they're just, that. They're just cute little eight-legged spiders. Not, just doing they're, the I don't think thing. they're going to be too concerned about which ones with more spider They're going to go for the one that have the best spider silk because if it's poisonous, they'll just figure out a way to not, you know, get bit. And then they're just they're going to aim for like the money is going to be in the silk. So, right? so, you th- you're, so your money is on on them using funnel webs, right, or white tails. To do this, maybe, that's, that's probably, <laughs> probably, maybe one of those. Well, uh, those golden orb weavers don't they have like those huge, big, like big, big webs? Yes, if they could use golden oh, orb weavers. Those things give me the heebie-jeebies. That's a great spider for making. Do you know what? Do you know why I don't like golden orb weavers? Because their webs are so big, you feel like they made them to try and catch you. You're like, this is way too big for a I, I fly. A, this is overkill for a fly. Clearly, you were trying to catch a mon with this thing. I found one in the, in, in um, Cape York that was the size of the palm of my hand. That's just the spider. Please just tell a, just me the you extinguished weaver. it. No, we took a photo and said hello. And um, No, no. <coughs> You're the wish. Wished, wished him all the best for his future. Anyway, this is JJ Hilliard, the little heart of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine Let it shine Let it shine
Uh, we'll get there in a minute. Lyle's going into so a different kind of DJing. So much fun whenever we move the studio. But those of you who might be wondering, we are broadcasting from Raymond Terrace Mission, Main Street, Raymond Terrace, where they're opening a juice bar today, and where Lawson and I will be presenting the prophetic code Ooh, this yes. evening. So it's all that, happening ooh, that's from tonight. Here. That's tonight. Oh, that is so exciting. Yeah, yep, yeah, can't wait. Anyway, and we have our producer being absolutely run off our feet with uh, technical challenges. Yeah. Uh, okay, so where are we up to? We are up to another clue for our quiz. Yes, what number and I? Just by the way, someone called in for bragging rights and got it right. But the quiz is still live. Oh, it's still open, yeah. They didn't claim the prize, but uh-huh. they, they did get it right before you got it right, Lyle. Yeah. Clue number two, what number am I? G- oh, man, why did I pick this one? Jeff Seth That guy. Jephthah? Yes, him. Thank you. Uh-huh. As judge, led Israel this many years. So how many, how many years was this guy leading Israel? It's just really hard because it's J-E and then it's P-H, which is... F and then T H which is th and then A H which is R. And you're wrong by the way, Lyle, you're wrong. I can see your guess that you've written down there and you are so wrong and I'm so happy. Right, one eight hundred Faith FM if you want to have a guess and win two prizes. Okay, just a uh, a quick announcement that we do need to talk about um that uh is taking place in our near future. The um breakfast show as of the 11th of October, will be um, suspended indefinitely while we look for a viable way forward. Um, we are in a, a basically an untenable situation at the moment to continue on, and so we're exploring you know different options. But, um, yeah, that's the very, very sad news that will be taking place. Um, and so, yeah, we would love to hear from you. If you value The Breakfast Show and, uh, and you really enjoy what's happening here, then give us a call, 1-800-324-843, or text us on 0491-064-669. And, uh, yeah, a bit of a, uh, a message of support would be, uh, would be wonderful at this particular time. Anyway, moving on with um, more serious subjects this morning, we have a story about iconoclasts in the outback. A what now? An iconoclast. A what now? An iconoclast. A what now? Okay, so just for those of you who might be wondering what's going on. Like me. uh, Mon is suffering from uh, lack of education. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a punk. But yes, I am. (laughs) I know what an iconoclast is. Someone who destroys icons. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, this is uh, coming to us from, um, where are we, where are we, where are we, what's the name of this uh, community, Aboriginal community in the outback, and I've written the name down here somewhere, where did it go, it disappeared on me. Excellent radio here, Lyle, loving this. Anyway, um, in the Kimberley. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So Kimberley, um, where uh, as a result of a uh, Christian preacher who has uh, spent three years out there. Mm-hmm. And so this was... <gasps> I think I just figured out where this story is going, but go on. This was the Tongan-born Anna Makahunu... Pastor Anna. Pastor Anna. Yep. She's out there, spent three years out there working with the local Aboriginal community, and it has resulted in them burning a lot of their artifacts and dismantling their spiritual law ground and so forth. And it has created an uproar of epic proportions. Uh, Labor Senator Pat Dobson said, called it an act of bastardry (gasps) and the lowest act possible, total 
disdain for fellow human beings. What? Um, and the lo- but the locals of Turnaround said uh, it was it was their decision to make. It was their property. They can do with their property as they like. Absolutely. Nobody else should be telling them what they can and can't do with their property and that Jesus has brought them peace and happiness and they are glad to do so and so, to put some of these things behind them. So when they say their property, like what exactly is we talking about? What, what exact items okay, that they destroyed? The news items, that the news reports that I have are not listing the items, but they were items associated with um, their traditional religion. Okay. And, you know, I've, so, I've got, I've got uh, two different perspectives on this mm-hmm. because I've travelled to many countries that have... Uh, moved away from their traditional religions. And one of the things that I enjoy when I travel to those countries is going to museums and places like that where I can right. actually experience, you know, this is what, what the, the culture was, this is what the beliefs were. And, um, and I think that's fantastic. And so with a lot of these kind of situations, you know, when, if, if objects are to be, if people are moving on from their religion, I totally respect that. And if they're moving yeah. towards Christianity, praise God, I totally support that. And if that involves them, then, you know, um, getting rid of um, what they consider to be um, instruments of devil worship, mm-hmm. then totally, totally online with that as well. Yeah. I've, I've been to a, a few book burnings myself. Yeah, it's it's weird because you know we think oh that's destroying culture you should donate it to a museum but at the same time it's to me it's in the same vein with you know, the Aboriginal people don't want people climbing uh, Uluru the rock because they feel responsible for the deaths and so forth but if if they want to get rid of their devil worship stuff because they feel you know a responsibility to do so why are we suddenly impinging them. I feel like this is we're going well, well, two directions. There's this. Um, there's this. There, there's two things there. Um, first of all, well, two things that I see. It's like a double stand. First of all, uh, you know, there's probably some some um, artifacts there that would be great to go into a museum. You yeah. know, you're not going to use them in your religion anymore. Put them in a museum somewhere and let everybody appreciate um, the you know the, the the history of your religion. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing is that um, you know there's some great things about indigenous culture. Yeah. That, that need to be preserved. They've got some great aspects to their culture, and it would be sad if they, if those good and positive aspects of their culture disappeared, mm-hmm. um, along with their traditional religion. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going to stand here and stand up for Christianity all day long, and I will present Christianity to uh, indigenous people, and I have done on many occasions and seen them give their lives to God, and that's just a huge and exciting blessing. Praise God, and it means that they then you know they they leave behind their traditional religion, they they turn away from that, and that's absolutely fine. I'm going to support it all day long. Yeah. Um, at the same time, there are some aspects of their culture should be preserved and some of their history should be preserved as well. But I certainly wouldn't describe it as an act of bastardry or the lowest act possible and total disregard for a fellow human being when a fellow human being makes a decision about right. possessions that belong to them. Right, I'm exactly. sorry, you can't tell me what to do with the things that belong to me. They should not that have been blasted like that. That is my decision and my choice. That guy spoke out like they shouldn't. They didn't. They didn't deserve being blasted like that. And anyone who changes their mind about their beliefs, like that's their right. That's their basic human right. They shouldn't. I think that's disgraceful. So one of the uh, local residents there has said that you know we used to get bashed from our partners, um, smoking and drinking and 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 drugs in every family. This was a major problem, and that these things have all gone away now. They've found peace. They've found happiness in Jesus Christ. And um, <clears throat> this took place about one year after Pastor Anna arrived there um, in the community, and uh, they just sort of gathered together and started putting these things into um, a bonfire that they 
believed were keeping them in bondage and, and slavery. And, and they said it sort of started with small things like their lifestyle things, like cigarettes and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they took that out and burned that. And then they're like, you know what, there's some other aspects of our uh, religion that are holding us back here as well, so we'll get rid of that as well. Um, <clears throat> so they moved on to uh, religious items. And so things like the uh, women's, the women's bu- business dresses that they've been wearing, um, some weapons that have been passed down from ancestors, and a men's coming-of-age uh, structure that was there. But, uh, yeah, it's caused quite the media uproar, and they're just simply saying people shouldn't be telling us how to live. It's they're great. our possessions. We can, we can do with it as we like. And uh, Pastor Anna who was the uh, Tongan-born uh, preacher who was uh, working in the community, said she didn't instruct them to do any of this. You know, she'd been teaching about Jesus Christ and she'd focused on the uh, drugs, alcohol, smoking and lifestyle issues of the community and that this was their decision, but she did note that it had brought great joy to the community. Mm. Um, she did agree that the spirit worship that they had been participating in the past, um, she did consider to be demonic and she was glad to see them move on from it. Um, one of the local leaders there, Olive Knight, stated that uh, the re- religion that she grew up with was restrictive, um, it was fearful, it was based around retribu- retribution, and she was just thankful to be worshipping a loving God. Amen. So there's um, yeah, some really positive things uh, coming out of this. Um, and she's asking, you know, which, which one is better for our community? You know, right. It's a pretty simple equation to, when you stop and think about it. They should have been encouraged. And of all the people groups in Australia, this is the last one. Why would you want to blast them for making their lives better? Yeah. So anyway, um, some interesting aspects coming out of uh, Indigenous culture there. If you're an Indigenous person and would like to share your perspective, our number is 1-800-324-843. So, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Just another day that my Lord, my Lord has kept me. Yes, it is. Just another day that I've been in my Savior's care. Yes, it is. Wanna say He threw, He threw His loving arms all around me. Yes, He did. And there I
Senhor Back, welcome back, everybody. We have come to our interview of the day time, but before we get to our interview of the day, we have a, another clue for our quiz. Yes, this is clue number three. What number am I? By the way, someone else texted me and has the answer right, Lyle. So you're like really lagging today. Really, uh, is it the change of scene that's really thrown you? I love the scene here. They've done an amazing <laughs> job of setting this uh, setting this little church up here in Raymond Terrace. Where and you we can come are have a look at it, guys. Come tonight and hear Lyle speak in the flesh and Lawson. You can meet yes. them both. Yep. Please Great. do. Great. And we'll be broadcasting it live on the If you're anywhere radio. within this region, if you're, of course, in South Australia, it might be a bit of a long journey. But just tune in. Tune in tonight. What time do we start broadcasting in? We will start broadcasting at 6 o'clock. Very exciting. To northern New South Wales. Okay, cool bananas. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. What number am I? Clue number three. The number of sons Leah bore to Jacob. So how many sons did Leah and Jacob have? And Lyle is going to give this a guess. He's writing down the wrong number. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> give us a call if you know the answer. 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843. You can win double prizes. and see how long we can get this double prize <laughs> challenge going because we've only got two more clues, Lyle. Uh, I only got two more clues, and I'm not even yes. sure you'll get it until the last one because the next one's pretty hard. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> See um, how quick he moves on. Johnny's in the studio this morning. Well, not in the studio at the Raymond Terrace Mission. It's a great thing to be here because um, you can just sort of grab random people who are walking past. It's true. And we have a random person who has um, joined us. Um, Ida, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Okay, so Ida, just come a little bit closer to the microphone if you could. That'd be fantastic. And um, Ida... When, when when we met you this morning, we, we did note that you have a little bit of an accent. Whereabouts do you come from? I'm from Denmark. Denmark. Yeah. Mon, have you been to Denmark? No. Is it on your list? Of course it is. Ada, Every, <laughs> everywhere is on Mon's list. I understand that. Yes, okay, so, so when Mon goes to Denmark, because it's, it's not an if, it's a when. That's right. When she goes there, um, what should she go see? Mm, what's that? What's a famous thing to see in Denmark? You got some famous buildings there, famous cities, like famous. Copenhagen is the most do, but uh, I think the Ooh. countryside is uh-huh. quite awesome as well. Oh, okay, yeah. nice countryside. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll do it. I'll do it. Is it's it gr- is it greener than Australia? Yeah, much more greener. I think, <laughs> I think most places are yeah, greener. Most, most, most places are greener than Australia. Yeah. <laughs> we have we have a dull green. Other places have a vibrant. We green. have a lot of gold, like golden sunshine, golden sand, <laughs> golden bush, red. We have red out. as well. <laughs> yeah, lots, yeah. Of, lots of red in the outback. It's a golden brown. <laughs> it's beautiful as well, though. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. See, nature is beautiful in uh, all of its different colours. How long have you been in Australia for? Oh, I came in the beginning of January. So okay, so not even a year. No. no. How do you like Australia? And choose your words wisely. Oh. Oh, um, <laughs> I really like Australia. It's really beautiful. I've been to. I didn't 
road trip around where I went to the West Coast. I don't really love the West Coast. It's correct so answer. Beautiful Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you've passed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you live. <laughs> Particularly because Mon comes from Western Australia. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay, so um, if you're from Denmark, does that mean you're a Viking? <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe. Maybe. maybe some Viking heritage yeah somewhere. Viking family tree yeah. <laughs> totally totally <laughs> uh, fantastic and uh, okay so you, you're here in Australia how long have you been here in Australia for? like I came at the beginning of January so it makes it nine-ish months yeah. nine-ish months yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. What, what brought you what brought what, bleh, let me start again what brought you to Australia? Oh, I actually, um, I didn't know what I needed to do after high school. So I was like, all my friends was kind of going on a website called Au Pair World where you can, an Au Pair is kind of a live-in nanny. So you are nannying in someone's houses and I got a job here in Australia. I was like, yeah, why not? Fantastic. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So whereabouts were you, um, so what are they called? Au Pair. Yeah, au Pair. Au Pair. It's A-U and then space P. A-I-R. Okay, so Mon, you speak with a sense of expertise here. Have you done this before? No, but I've looked into it. Okay. Because you can all pair around the world, like mm. like countries all swap all pairs all the time. We have a relative all pair who all, is all pairing or was all pairing here. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, okay. All right, so cool. Um, and uh, whereabouts did you end up with your all pairing? I went to Medawis. It's only like 15 minutes away here from Rainbow Terrace. So oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, it was really lovely. I went there. was all pairing there for a half year. Uh-huh. So. And, uh, okay, so you're here in the Raymond Terrace Mission this morning. Um, how did you – How did? Why, why were you kind of randomly walking past this morning? Tell us all about it. Tell us the story. It's because I'm working here in Rainbow Terrace now as a local mission volunteer. Yeah. Fantastic. How did that happen? How did you go from all pair to being like a volunteer missionary in Australia? That's a bit of a leap <laughs> from one yeah, to the other. Yeah, but it's, oh, I came, I came here to Australia. I was studying going to church here in Raymond Terrace because it's nearby and I was kind of just looking up. And yeah, I started doing Bible studies with Lawson and uh, Jasmine, who is working here as um, Bible workers. And I got baptized in April. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Praise Thank the Lord. Thank you. Yeah, that's Amen. awesome. And, and then I was, oh, I, had a, I had a really like a hard time because I didn't know what I wanted to do after I'd been traveling around Australia. So I just felt my shoulder was so heavy. I was just, we have a prayer meeting every Wednesday evening here at the church. And I was coming to this prayer meeting. I was like, I don't care if the others understand me. I would just speak in Danish. I was just praying God to lead me. And I think God understands Danish yeah, quite yeah, well. Yeah, you do, but all, all the people here around doesn't. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I was just uh, praying God to lead me and, like, to help me figure out what I needed to do. And, like, the next morning when I came for another Bible study, Blake, um, who is the pastor here at the Raymond Terrace, he came to me and was like, hey, by the way, I have this uh, voluntary job if you like it. I was like, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was actually praying about that last night. I was like, just... And oh, nobody knew God. you were praying about that because Ex- you were praying in Danish. Exactly. <laughs> so like, but oh, God knew what you were praying exactly. about. Exactly. And like, it's just how he just get all connected in some ways. It's just awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Praise God. Do you come from a uh, Christian family? No. I didn't. So how did you how did you come to okay, so you've come to Australia and you're in Madawi, which is just sort of down the road from here. Um Did you what, come to Australia as an atheist? Sorry to cut in. Um no, no I didn't. But but I came 
um, in Denmark it's quite normally to take a like a kind of the last year of a secondary school in a boarding school. So I did the same, but it was a seven-day Adventist boarding school I went to. Okay, yeah. And yep. you could take high school at the school as well. So I actually ended up staying for four years, and and this was kind of the way I got induced mm-hmm. to uh, to church and to Jesus. Um, yeah, and but I, I really didn't believe that that's time because I was had a really really hard time to connect how how God existed, but there was still so much evil in the world. And it was kind of just, I really wanted to know the truth, though. So I was just kind of ser- searching different directions and Christianity, different things. Um, yeah, and uh, and then it, but I, I really didn't find it in the beginning. But then, but I had a really good time there and I had a really good friends and, and everything was just perfect. Um, but then everything started to go wrong at one point and I was like losing a lot of friends. I don't know why. And... And yeah, I ended up that like it's just one of the clearest memory I have, like sitting in my bed, crying because everything went wrong, and and like I was just feeling getting getting a big hug and and left behind with a feeling about everything. Thing was okay in some ways that it was okay, it was happening, and and when I look back at the situation now, I can kind of see how. God was leading me to his to him and he was kind of giving me everything but but I was like oh going in my own world like blacked out yeah. no no you're not there you're not there and he was like all right I will take take the things I gave you away and I was like okay God you're there and it's kind of interesting how um, you know whenever God's it's, it's, it feels like when God is pouring down blessings we just pick up all the blessings whatever without even thinking about it and we never look up we're just looking at all the blessings that He's pouring down but every now and then He drops a brick exactly. and when it lands on our head we look up exactly it's it like oh okay yes yes, yes. <laughs> like I was kind of feeling that He was disciplining me like mm-hmm. all right then uh, take it away so so it's it's kind of awesome and if, like if I hadn't done that I would still like go around in blindness and didn't know God and know Jesus so so even because of that yep yep oh fantastic well you certainly um landed here in a good part of the world and a Definitely. great little church um being developed just Kind of right down the road from where you were, so exactly, God's definitely exactly. had his had his hand in uh, in your journey here. How much longer are, are you here as a uh, global mission volunteer? Until the end of December, uh-huh. where my visa expires. And if you got plans to renew it, or heading back to Denmark, <sighs> or it's finding quite, a different place in the world, I don't know. Like I keep my the doors open for. Uh, for whatever happens and and where God wants me, but at the moment I don't actually have a completely like totally plan. Okay, yeah. Can I just ask when if you if and when you do go home, are you, is your family Christian? Like, what do they think about the changes that have happened in your life? Oh, like they they think it's a uh, like I think what I've been told uh, and talked with them with is like they think it's all right, but but they was a little bit concerned in the beginning, of course, but. But they they are all right. They are all right. So it's cool. Do you come from a big family, small family? Uh, little, like yeah, your brothers and sisters, sibling, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah fantastic. Just siblings. And are you the out of all of them? Are you the only one who's a Christian? Like, is Denmark is that a fairly um, secular country? Secular, secular, like not much religion, not many uh, people no, believe in no, God. No, exactly, exactly. Like most of the people are just what we I would call community Christians, like going 
to church once a year at Christmas time, but oh, that's yeah, kind yeah. of it. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Can I just ask, because I'm really curious, mm-hmm. like you said that Raymond Terrace Mission Church was just down the road from you, but how did you find it? Like were you just like, walking by one day and just thought, oh, that looks nice and walked in? <laughs> I looked up at Google Maps. Oh, okay. Google Maps, <laughs> yeah. wow. Google is your friend. Yes. Google is your friend. If Definitely. you are looking for a uh, church in your area, if you're looking for an Adventist church in your area, Google is your friend. Yeah, exactly. Seventh-day Adventist church, just to get into Google Maps, it'll pop up something. <laughs> that's how I find churches all over the world. Yeah, amen to that. <laughs> and if you have a church that's not on Google Maps, contact Google, get it yeah. on the map. You'll have no idea how effective that is. Yes. It, uh, I've, I've been to churches in a number of different places. And the one where I, the one place that I didn't Google an Adventist church was in, um, Aksum in Ethiopia, which only has Orthodox churches in it. Oh. Except for one Adventist church. It's the only <laughs> church that's not an Orthodox church. Uh, which was pretty cool when I found out later, but I'd already, cause they, when I went there, they're like, oh, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's one other church here. We think, um, it's an evangelical church, but everything, everyone's Orthodox. And so I didn't really think twice about it, but I should have Googled that one. Oh, well. Um, so tell us, you said that you have a volunteer position here at Raymond Terrace Missions. Like, what, what does that mean? Like, what are your daily duties? Like, what do you do here? Oh, yeah. The last past weeks have been quite different because we have the, the prophecy code coming up. So we have been letterboxing. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's pretty awesome to go out. It's appreciated. Exactly. Get it's the been, word it's out been there. awesome, but... But normally, um, like we have had a lot of stuff to do with the the juice bar mm-hmm. opening and the up shop, and then we are going door knocking as well. So, so so you're involved with the running of the juice bar, yeah? Just because <coughs> I'm a bit dry, I'm thirsty. Just just dropping some hints yeah, here, and I love watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we say something about uh, before this juice bar actually opens? You know, the recipes really need to, to be, be tested. tested. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we're we just can vouch, putting it out there you know. that. <laughs> I actually think we're going to test a lot today. So, well, here we are. And isn't that just coincidental? <laughs> um, qualified. <laughs> qualified. Qualified. That's stretching certified. It. Stretching it even more, Lyle. <laughs> Stretch certifiable. It really <laughs> <laughs> certifiable, maybe. <laughs> certifiable taste testers. <laughs> So do you fi- do you find working you know for a church as a volunteer are very fulfilling? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Like it's it's very different from what we're used to. But I really like being here because you're just surrounded by other people who are following Jesus as well, and you get so much inspiration and and it's just quite amazing. Like now, what about your au pair job? Are you still involved with the family, or did that did that did that job come to an end? Like I'm not working for them anymore, but I'm going to receive them as well. Like, like they're living 15 minutes away, so of course sure. I'm going to say hello to to the kids. I miss well, them, of course. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. And I just say it is it is wonderful to sometimes catch a young person who's on like the beginning of their journey. Like you know they're just starting out on their Christian walk and and starting to get involved with church and their walk with God. And it's really exciting. And I'm sure the Lord has many more exciting things in store for you. Maybe we should check in on you like in a couple of years time and just see where the Lord led led we'll you. After we'll we'll do month. another interview in, uh, in yeah. say, three years' time. follow up. <laughs> Got to keep our breakfast show alive. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a bit of a challenge, but... Anyway, thank you so much for joining us. This is Stones of Eden with Let Your Love Surround Me. Uh, I think, Lyle, you and I might go drink some juice. What do you reckon? Sounds good to me. Okay, we'll be right back.
everything happen at the right time? Does everything die when it's meant to die?
Hi, I'm Peter Watts, and I'm sure like me at some time you have asked these questions. Does God exist? Is there anyone out there? And is God for real? As an atheist for years, my answer to those questions was no. But since then, I've had to reconsider the evidence. Evidence that points to a God of reason, science, love, and hope. I'm inviting you to discover these answers for yourself in my exciting new series entitled, Is God for Real? You can hear Peter Watts starting Saturday, October 19, 7pm, Erin a Room at Erin Affair. That is Saturday, October 19, 7pm, Erin a Room at Erin Affair. I came to church a beggar and found I have a saviour so Anna Beden It is all so very simple Don't miss this once in a lifetime event as two of our country's best Christian singer-songwriters come together in concert October 12th, 6.30 at Maitland SDA Church Call 0413-122-348 now to book your seat You will see there a highway from God's own hand That will lead back the lost to the promised land And the voice of the Savior will call us friends Saying join in the song of the Lord We will call back our armies returned from war And we'll make him to plowshares our useless swords Very soon to forget what they once were for When we join in the song of the Lord We will say in that day to the Lord give thanks We will not be afraid for he comes to save We will shout, we will call every tribe and race Come and join in the song of the Lord You will see there a banquet for sinners spread Where we'll sit with the Lord at the table's head And our shepherd himself is our wine and bread And we'll join in the song of the Lord We will sing in that day to the Lord Give thanks, we will not be afraid For He comes to save We will shout, we will call every tribe and race Come and join in the song of the Lord Day to the Lord, give thanks. 
in that day to the Lord give thanks we will not be afraid for he comes to save we will shout we will call every tribe and race come and join in the song of the Lord come and join in the song of the Lord Blush to speak his name. <laughs> <laughs> 